Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 thegamecom It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, July 9th. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning, you folks in Stockbridge. Down in Stockbridge. Down in Stockbridge. Tigers. And 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 and, and, and Mary Michael Anthony. Harris. Michael Harris is second. Mayor Anthony uh, Ford yeah. became a friend. Yep. Said hello to you. You want me to say hello to you? Yep. Shout out to Mayor Ford. Stockbridge. So, yeah, and turning me yeah. on to some folks. And uh, um, we're going to play that for Karen next week. So we can't. Yeah, so, play that for see, a reason. See. Today was the day yep. that a guy named Dick Clark mm-hmm. started American Bandstand. Wow. In Philadelphia, right? In Philadelphia. Yeah. 1955. You always say, what would you go to Philadelphia for? People go to Philadelphia He for left that. Philadelphia, that's why. Because well, it's Philadelphia. <laughs> he didn't stay there long. <laughs> yeah, he getting out, he getting out of there. Um, all right, so look, before we get into what's going on at Wimbledon, Sam brought up something pretty interesting. By the way, you bunked my uh, little list I was trying to put together as far as oxymorons in baseball. I guess we can only come up with the foul pole Yeah, that's in fair territory. But everybody could come up with Atlanta restaurants that are no longer here that you say, boy, I sure would like if that, that place was still there. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so we, we saw, I mentioned Vickery. You mentioned, mm-hmm. what was the other one? Boston Sea Park. Yeah, okay. I thought that I thought that was great. I know you placed that as a COVID casualty that I would go to eat but had good music was Cafe 290. Yes, wow, that's, yeah. that's gone. It, it went away that during COVID. They a meat market, man, yeah, we, something we, serious. Yeah, right there across from the punchline. Yeah, right, 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 right across the punchline. Mm. That was some, that was some some good some good music and some good food. But the other places uh, that are gone, and some places were like family places. I think like Sergeant Wyatt's Barbecue that was out MLK. That 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 was a cool place, you know. And the place you want to bring back, you always talk about um, Bankhead. See, oh, Bankhead Fish House. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, they're yes. supposed to be bringing that back. I've seen a food truck, but, you know, we keep being promised that we That gonna, was the best deal. They're going to come, right? Period. Right. It just overflowed with fish, and it was only like $4. <laughs> and it never made it home. It never made the, I put it on the seat next to me. It never made it all the way back to the house. Yeah. I was, <laughs> man. Oh, my goodness. All right, here's another one people okay. will remember. Okay. Dante's Down the Hatch. Yeah. But you mentioned the real it, it, yes, right. fondue is one thing. The fondue. And that's cool. Yeah. And it was nice. And sitting in the, the you know, the old the old ship. The it ship was nice. There, that was nice. But it was the Paul Mitchell trio. Paul Mitchell trio. I mean, fondue. I used to big time with them talking that was, some blues and jazz with the boys. Yep. I used to stay late. I was you know, pre pre marriage, pre hanging out. Yeah, there. man. I was just and I lived not far from there and had had a couple drinks with them boys. They had something also something they would serve they called like a Tasmanian beef stew. That they would really, the, yeah. Okay. Oh man, that was that was good stuff. Anybody who was say been hello there? to the crocodiles on your way in and out, <laughs> if you're hanging out there. People, people and who you don't know. Your, did you was, have your picture of that? Because they, they had people like you up there to pick Monica. You know, no, she was they, Kaufman then. Yeah, Monica was up there. All the local news folks. Uh, it's kind of like our Thomas. You yeah, sit okay. at the table, hey man. All yeah. pictures of people like you. You but, know, all the local no, TV folks. No, I, I don't think I've made it on the wall up there. 
but yeah. but went there many times in both locations, the original and the underground, and the one up at. Never went uh, to the one in underground. Yeah, but I was going to say, you know, the one in underground, underground flooded once, and the crocodiles got out. You know, they had to. You lying? Them. Now you, no, you stayed up. You no, straight up lying right now. No, I am not. I've, I've heard under- of cows on the expressway in this city. I had never yeah. heard of no alligators running around down Peachtree Street, underground <laughs> Atlanta, <laughs> trying to get well, on Marta. Well, that- <laughs> It's because it stopped that bus. Stop that. <laughs> it's a little stubby legs. Yeah. No, no, they uh, no, they 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 actually had them in there. And one time, it, I don't forget what it caused it to flood it underground. This was years ago, and they had to go and retrieve the crocodiles, man, because you know they they get down a sewer or something and know well, that's what I'm where, where, they, where they show that, up, right? The collateral damage of that would have been really <laughs> Don Farmer with tonight's news, and, <laughs> and they would have been talking about some. You talk about some some little animals being eaten. Yeah, we would yeah. have heard about that. Yeah, yeah, so, but that, I think they they're able to retrieve them. But they but that was something that you always saw when you went there or the location and, up up uh, up uh, across from Lenox. And everybody who ever went there more than once feels like they know or knew Dante. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like I knew him. Yep. I could call. I mean, I got to a point where I could call him up. He remembered me, you know, as local, you know, DJ or whatever. But everybody, he spent time. He, he, I'm just telling you, this dude worked a restaurant better than anybody I've ever seen. Well, before. some people feel like if their name is on the door, that people are going to come there and say, "Well, where is so and so?" Says, "I'm here." You know, that's. I think that's the way some people, you know, work restaurant. I always heard that Stan Musial is that way in St. Louis. If you came to his place, yep. He, he, he was there. You were going to see him, you know? I'll tell you who else was there. Yeah. Ditka. Okay. But he wasn't downstairs. Okay. He was upstairs. Okay. And upstairs, they had, they had food, but it was also more of a rest, um, cigar bar, too. Okay. Okay. But he would he would be there on a regular basis. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm told. Yeah. But we're just running down restaurants that it used to be here in Atlanta that, that you know. making people's mind go. This is what yeah. we do, man. This yeah. is Radio what, what, 101. What place are, and you got you got one. You want thing? Let us know. 404-726-0929. We'll <laughs> Again, 404-726-0929. What's the place you used to look up, look, go to and it's not there anymore? You said, you know. $3 Cafe. You know, no, $3 Cafe still around. Or is it really? Yeah. I'm talking about the one right up on the outside of. Well, there are plenty um, of them. They're all over the place. See, I thought it was just the main no, one down there in no, Buckhead. They're, and they're, they're, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, and, you know, they're. Queenie's. They're, Did you ever know no, Queenie's? No. Queenie, no, Queenie was a soul food place. So that's like those Where little pocket it? places you yeah, see. Yeah, it was in Decatur. Okay. I took my father there. He, yeah. you know, there brings it up. Places that, uh, Deacon Burton's was, was a place that's a little off the other side of Fourth Ward there. Um, that was a that was a place that people would come out of the offices. Guys would come with their tie, throw the towel with their shoulder. They didn't want to get anything on it because the food was going to be that good. And the line would be out the door at, at lunchtime. And it was just family, just a family kind of running, mm-hmm. you know. So just places like that. Dailies. Yeah. You, you mentioned know. Dailies on International. Dailies on International. Had a, a friend who was a dancer on the cruise ship that I worked on. When I say dancer, I mean a real dancer. Came here, was a singer at Dailies. Okay. And now is a shrink in Savannah. How did that happen? She she had some brains. Went okay. to school, got okay. her degree, got okay. her master's, and and she is helping people out in Savannah. Okay, okay. There you go. Right. I mean, she was a professional dancer. It wasn't like fuck fuck kind no, of thing. No, no, no. It was a dancer. Some you know. Yeah. Max right. is smiling at that one. He's down. <laughs> he's been down. He's been down Spring Street. Yo, goodness. All right, what do we got going on here, man? At, at this tournament, because I really don't. I, I'm we got American Jessica, Jessica Bagula. For anybody, of course, her family's part of the ownership for the uh, for the Buffalo Bills. And, uh, you know, she's out there. She's playing. She's a top seed of the American What's up with Madison Keys? Uh, Madison Keys is still in the tournament. You know, she's she's uh, she's moving on. So that's, that's you know, good to watch for. 
In just a few minutes, Francis Tiafo goes back on the court against Gregor Dimitrov. He's down two sets, uh, was down 6-2, 6-3, but Tiafo was leading 2-1 in the third before they suspended the match uh, yesterday. They got some rain, and then, of course, we got the 11 o'clock curfew over there. Oh, that's and, right, yeah. And he, right, you know, so we can't go on late at night like we can up in New York because it's a neighborhood. And like I said, they, folks like, they like Chastain Park. Well, I don't care who's doing concert, 1030, they're going to pull that plug. And they'll be playing acoustic, you know. So oh, there's a neighborhood. This ain't no residential district. There, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victoria Azarenka is going to be playing today as well. So, so is is, is uh, what's her name who came out of retirement? She's not going to play this. She's playing at U.S. Open. Who's it? Uh, uh, Roy McIlroy's old fiance. The, the the one who just had the baby. Oh, what what Wozniacki? Yeah, yeah. She's Wozniacki. She's she's um. She's commentating this one. Okay, so she's not, she's and coming back. She's at the coming US back, Open. and she's going to play one of the U.S. Open previous uh, tune-ups, from the Cincinnati or maybe in Canada, okay. and play one of those to get tuned up, and then play U.S. Open is is the hopes for her. But she's a commentator for this one. Um, Taylor Townsend plays, and she's playing doubles, playing mixed doubles coming up around eight thirty-five this morning. So we keep an eye on that one. Um, and, and something we haven't seen talk this this guy. This guy's been doing is winning, but. Um, Let's see here. Christopher Eubanks lost Uh-oh. in doubles playing with, playing with a fellow American, J.J. Wolf. Uh, they lost their men's doubles. You know, that, that becomes a little priority when you're doing what he's doing. You're going out there. You want to win, but if things not going that way, you're like, you know what? Today is the day I'm supposed to pick my heels up and rest a little bit because he's played on back-to-back days. So I'm pretty sure he did. He wanted to do his best, but, man, he wants to go put his feet up for a little bit mm-hmm. because he's got a tough match coming up with Sister Pastor Mark, who is still on the court, he and his brother, I think are double playing doubles in this event. So Sitsipas is playing right now. They split the first two sets uh, for their doubles match. So that's part of what's going on at Wimbledon today. You can't get my interest on the men's side though, and that's that's a shame. It really is. I should be enjoying or looking forward to some stuff coming up this week, but I'm not because I just feel like you know the buzz saw is there. I had the same attitude you had for a handful of years when we started the NBA season and you just figured Golden State is going to be there at the end. So you weren't even going to bother with the regular season. You were going to wait till the playoffs. Or was it the other way around? You watched the regular season. And you watched the regular watched season, it. but you knew everybody's playing for second place. It's kind of like kind of like in certain golf tournaments with Tiger back in the okay. day. Okay. We're well, watching. Was, we're watching, but everybody's playing for second place. You know what's going and on. And so that's what I'm saying. With the men's side you here, know. you know. Well, you know, it, it, that's the thing. You're supposed to appreciate greatness, aren't you? If you like the person. We're supposed to appreciate greatness. No, no, not great. necessarily. Really? No. You can pick and choose. That's what fandom is. It is it is it is not at times realistic. It is not it doesn't make sense to everybody, but it's what you feel. And you just feel like, I'm gonna feel this way, because I can. Yeah. Whether you pay a ticket or not. I got one person, Mark. Mark uh, Mark is weighed in with me on Facebook. He says, I miss Uncle Bud's catfish in Smyrna. I do Ooh, too. That was okay. good. That was really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, over on Spring right there in, in, in Smyrna. I know exactly what you're talking 4047. Been there, Mark. 7260929. <laughs> Mr. Crenshaw has started something this morning, letting us know, or letting you know, to let us know, who do you miss? What restaurants do you miss? S&S cafeterias? And there's going to be some ones that we don't I even know about. Like, you didn't going. know about Queenie's. Yeah. There are about two or three Piccadilly still left. You know the one? You better not close the one down at Greenbrier Mall. <laughs> you want some mad folks? <laughs> You talk about close the Piccadilly Greenbrier, man. Uh, you know, I mean, Chick-fil-A just left out of there, but that, 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 that Piccadilly got Is this stay. driving David Ashburn crazy because we're mentioning all these businesses that well, could be but, but, No, but, they're but, gone. But, but, That's but right. The ones that are, that are gone. Yeah, they're, so they're, he can't they're, they're no longer, Morning, they're no longer shout there. out, Dave. Yeah.
I'm still day. trying to figure out the ones that are open since I've yeah, been here. There's so many places here, to right? eat around here. My you goodness. Know? I got yeah. a question. We have not schooled Max in that. That's right, because he ain't been here a minute and a half. Yeah. Have you been to the mainstays? Have you knocked those out of the way? Because there's something you need to go to once, at least, and you can say, all right, at least I've been there. You're probably going to have to ask me off air. On you been to the varsity? Ones. Oh, okay. Right there. I know about it, but I've never had a chance to go there. Well, you need to start there. Yeah, they, they, they keep different hours these days too. You, you got to okay. go at a certain. Just, just know. go. So when you like, you had a friend in last week. Yeah, you need to take him there because when you talk to people, and na- this is nationally too, when they talk about coming to Atlanta, he's I actually ever... from here though. But yeah, okay, he didn't take you there. He took me to Marietta Diner. That a boy. Yes, that a yes. boy. Yeah. Hey. He did a oh, good I'm, job I'm, with you. I'm there. hooked. Yeah, I go yeah. there anytime I can. Yeah. <laughs> and you can do that when you can go to Landmark up there by um, right there at the top of where Roswell Road and Peachtree mm-hmm. and meet yeah, there yeah. around the corner from Johnny's High. I just like how it lights up the whole block. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the light show. That, that place is at true. Night the place is, is like Shea Stadium when yeah, you go yeah, in there. Night. And they got like cars amazing. going. Oh, man. Yep, yep. Anyway, that's not why you called. <laughs> we are going to talk basketball, and we got to find out a couple things from Terrell A, where he's at, B, his thoughts on this play, this, this, this new tournament. Um, C, Hawks, yeah. and, and what they've done, and probably a couple other things we haven't thought about. That's all coming up. And yeah. at some point, stick around. If you haven't heard the very, very wonderful Mike Conti call from last night's game, you'll hear it a couple more times during the show. Yeah, you will. we got to get that in here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, ninth day of July. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. You hear that music, you know it's time to talk basketball with Terrell Thomas. Good morning, man. How you gentlemen doing today? We are fine. We are doing fine. I'm we just are... wondering where he is because this guy's been on well, tour. Well, that's true. He, he has you been. Just been... He's, he's, he's been like Taylor Swift. Yeah, you've been on the road, uh, man. I'll take it back. This is more like Beyonce. All right. <laughs> Well, um, where are, are you back I'm, I'm home? Back in, I'm back in Atlanta. Yes, indeed. Back home. Back home. Happy kind of, to be back home. Kind of expected him to show up yesterday with the youngins. Yeah. We thought they, they'd have had a big time out there yesterday, wouldn't they? They would have. Man, Man. bouncy houses and all kinds Boy, of stuff horses. going on. Softball going on. And listen, you need to tell them kids and tell their teachers to have them have a field trip to that location, too. Yeah, the Safety Village. Okay. The, the okay. Safety I'll, village. I'll, I'll get that information it's from you. Then definitely do that. Crazy yeah. what they got going on behind there. Now, yeah. have you been here long enough? I know you're a Philly man, but been here long enough to have a favorite restaurant or a couple, and now they're no longer here because Sam started this thing that's sort of grown like kudzu, where we're we're trying to think of restaurants, places we used to go to that are no longer here in Atlanta. Did you have a favorite place? Uh, I won't say a, a, a favorite place, but when I did first move to Atlanta, I, I lived in the in the Buckhead area, and we actually stayed right behind Justin's. So for some time, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I would that 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 would be our treat. Like once or twice a week, a week, uh, we go to Justin's and grab something to go. Mostly, we rarely actually sat in and ate. So I would have to say Justin's for me. I would have to say Justin's. Okay, all right. That, I mean, that's cool. that used to be a Houston's, by yep, the way. Yep, right. You know what I mean. But that's the thing. We we we're thinking about places um, around the city that people love to go to restaurants that are no longer around. And there's some that, that we th- thought about and we thought we would put out to some people. I'm getting some responses to that this morning. Um, anyway, another thing we talked about is something that the NBA is doing, this in-season tournament. And we, we talked about it a little bit with Max, 
You know, he gave his thoughts on it, and I've been waiting all morning because I'm curious to hear what you think. And is this going to drive participation? You know, who's gonna who's gonna will everybody participate in this? To be quite honest with you, the more time that I've had to think about it, I, I, I'm really excited. To be honest with you, I don't. I, it seems like they've kind of taken the format maybe from uh, from MLS or the WNBA, or you know, it almost seems like it's what they're trying to combine some of the college feel with with the tournament. But I do think, uh, for the most part, when the NBA season does begin, I, I've heard a lot of basketball fans over time say that for them, they don't really tune into the game until after Christmas. Once we get to Christmas games, then fans uh, start to really kind of d- dive into the season and start paying attention to what's going on. I think the NBA has kind of gathered that over the last few years as well, just based off of their ratings and such. So I think that, you know, and, and, and to be even quite honest from from the, the comments in which our our very own superstar Trey Young made about you know the regular season kind of being boring for lack of a better better term and whatnot. So I, I think with all that information now being out there, the NBA is looking for a way, as you mentioned, just to get their players to participate and really uh, show a different level of aggression in the beginning months of the NBA season. I think it would be nice. So you know, I I, I saw and, and was reading up on exactly how they're going to set things up with the group play and such, and then the, the, the final four pretty much being in Las Vegas. I think that's really nice. So I, I, I'm really – I'm honestly, like I say, the more I talk about it and think about it, I'm looking forward to it. I he, think it's a great move by the NBA, and I think once it's over, <laughs> we're all going to appreciate it. Wow. This, this is the dude you take with you, you know, to, be, to have that positive slant. Yeah. He's like me in a lot of ways. <laughs> no, no, you and I are both half-full glass people, right? We, we, we look for the best of it, but – we also live in reality in this sports world, and we, we've watched and we know what's going on and how these players have pivoted around doing certain things lately because they can. Because when you have the amount of money they have, the fines that come with not doing something or not participating isn't worth it. So I threw cold water on this because I'm still curious about this playing tournament and getting the top stars to not get an injury just before it because they know they still have the second half of the season or however long is left afterwards. I'm just wondering about load management and how that will be implemented into this tournament. And is Adam Silver cognizant of that? And he's going to do something, put something in place where, no, y'all got to participate just like this is a regular series during the season. I do think we'll find out that there'll be some financial incentives or something like that. Because as as you mentioned, I think that for at least this first season, for this first go round, they're going to want all eyes on the play uh, in this playing tournament. And so they're going to want their biggest stars actually participate. And so I, I, I would say that I, I believe, and of course we don't know as of yet, but I do think that Adam Silver will be aware of that. And I also think that load management, unfortunately, is just one of those things that we're not going to be able to avoid in the next few years. It, it is what it is. As you mentioned, players are getting paid so much money, and with the goal being championships, not necessarily personal statistics anymore, we're going to see it over and over and over again. But I, I think they'll find a way to, to, to avoid uh, that problem when we do move into this tournament in November. That's what we're watching for, folks. Spending time on the waitforit.com outline on this Sunday morning with Terrell Thomas. Always great to catch up with him. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. That being said, Summer League play. How much have you been watching and what are your thoughts about what you're seeing? And is our number one overall pick, you know, living up to it so far? Or are you disappointed in what he did in his first first game out? No, so far so good. I I, I have been uh, watching some of the games. Kids have been very excited in watching the game, so I've been tuned in with them. But uh, I also don't take too much from summer league play. I think it's a way for the guys to kind of stay in shape, 
to slowly but surely get uh, acclimated to what NBA life is like, uh, you know, kind of networking with their peers, meeting some of the players that will be on their team, getting getting adjusted to the coaching styles from some of the coaches that are on their team. So I don't take a lot from summer league play. I have been impressed so far with Brandon Miller and what he's been doing as far as the Hornets top pick this year. Also, unfortunately, we saw Scoot Henderson suffer injury early to his shoulder, so I hope that he recovers and gets well because I was interested in seeing what he does out there. But keeping my eye on the Thompson twins and seeing what Amen and his brother do from back here at OTA. So I have been keeping my eye on it, and even as far as Kobe goes, I was impressed with the Hawks' first game. I think he's still getting adjusted, of course. This was just game one for him, so – he looked good. He looked comfortable out there, which was positive to see. But I think it's you know so early and even in the summer league season to really, really have a gas, a grasp on what these gentlemen are going to be. And so I just take it for what it is. I enjoy that it's basketball in the summertime and seeing what, what some of the younger cats have in store. Uh, Terrell Thomas joined. <laughs> he threw me off when he said cats there. All of a sudden, I didn't think young folks said cats anymore. I thought that was all <laughs> Sammy Davis thing back in the day. <laughs> Terrell Thomas joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Terrell, of course, missing Justin's. And when you went there, what did you get to go? What, what was your meal of choice? A lot of times I would get a steak or a burger. I, I'm, I'm a big burger lover. So, ironically, I wouldn't okay. get anything too complicated on the menu. I would get a steak or a burger. Yeah, right. that, that was good stuff there. You had Justin's there, you had Houston's, then you had like Mix. Yeah, not right far there. away there, man. Yeah, little, little, little triumvirate right. of restaurants here. All right, talk about Patty Mills, man. What an addition for our Hawks. Now, I, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of funny to see because I thought that the Hawks were going to give Kobe some play and let Kobe kind of get his thing off early in the season. But now that Patty is here, I think he does two things for our backcourt. One, he does finally give our Hawks uh, uh, a stable and a, a very smart point guard when Trey Young is not in the game. I think he's very efficient from three, so I think that'll be positive to see as well. I love the pick. I really love the pickup. I, <laughs> I, I was I was highly impressed that we were able to kind of steal him away, if that makes sense. Because I think he'll, he'll bring a lot. Now, he won't be that, that veteran voice in which we spoke on the Hawks needing in a locker room, but I think he does bring that, that veteran play. And, again, a very high basketball IQ. I think that also may see, say that we, we we may see Kobe in more of the G League spot for some time. Maybe he'll be with the Skyhawks and, you know, getting his game adjusted and, and there. But I love the pickup. I really love the pickup, and I'm glad the Hawks made some type of moves. And I honestly hope they're not done. I hope they, they find a way to make another splash uh, before we actually get the season started. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm happy to see him join join in and be a part of this team. Uh, while you watch this, there's also something else that's happening here in town. This uh, during the summertime, and I, I told Max about this to check it out. Um, you know, we used to have a, a, a pro-am league um, that is really special this time of year here in town, and it's getting kicked off. I don't know how much you you watch it, how much you go by it. It's been around for a while, and it's it's part basketball game. It's part party. It's a little bit of everything. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, I, I, I check it out a lot, quite honestly. The ABL games that take place out here. Uh, it's actually been wonderful to see. I've been catching the games since they began. and They began in the old Fourth Ward at Central Park and mm-hmm. to kind of see them elevate and now be at Kip. Uh, and, and I also got to give a lot of love to Lou Williams. Lou, Lou Williams is one of the first NBA stars to actually get out there and get a team and kind of put uh, the league on his back, for lack of a better term, and, and get some of his NBA friends to come on out. So I, I actually was there yesterday to catch a few games. And once I got back in town, this is just week two. And things really start to ramp up for them in the next upcoming week. We'll see a lot more NBA stars actually playing. Um, but it's been great to see. The games are now broadcasted or streamed, I should say, on the NBA app. 
So, you know, if you're not in the Atlanta area, you can check it out there. But, yeah, the ABL League, got to give a lot of love to their commissioner, Josh, because he's always, he's always showed me love. But I, I, I love the league, and it is, Max, and anyone listening, if you have an opportunity to get the kit on a Saturday or Sunday, you never know who's going to be in the building. Yesterday, uh, K.J. McDaniels was in there, former 76er, Clemson standout. And he had 27 and 10. So was, uh, Josh Powell was there the week before. He's doing big three stuff right now. So he wasn't able to uh, to make it out this weekend. L- Lorenzo Carter, the Falcons' own defensive star, he has a team and he's been in the building. So you never know who you'll see out there. Uh, and again, very, very great league. And I'm glad it's back in action. You know you have arrived, Max, when our guests bring your name up. That's pretty good, right? We ain't <laughs> yeah, never yeah, had I a producer. It. We ain't never had a, pro- a producer whose name was brought up. By a guest, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I uh, Terrell, well, Terrell, and I always talk when, I, especially when we're getting them ready and getting situated. We always throw NBA takes back and forth. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to have them on to the max for sure. <laughs> Listen, we come, we come with a number of questions for you every week, um, Terrell. But what is it that's uh, that's caught your attention? If we haven't already talked about it from this past week, uh, I would have to say uh, I've been, and thanks to Sam, I've been kind of keeping my eye on some of the tennis stuff that's taking place out here. And, and, and seeing what's going on there. But for me, some of the, the, the things that I've really had my eye on or was waiting for was the, the Hawks and their actual summer league play. I know that things will be ramping up in the NFL world soon. I, you know, I'm looking forward to that. But I've, I've been glued in outside of baseball. Outside of baseball, the Braves doing so many uh, great things right now. My Phillies trying to catch up and find a way to catch them. I've been keeping my eye on that, of course. Um, but I've been really looking forward to our Hawks and, and their summer league play. So that's kind of been where my attention has been on the baseball season as, as the all-star break uh, approaches and then uh, exactly what our Hawks were going to look like in their first summer league game. So that's where my, my focus has been right now. And, and, and I, I love this part of the year because we do still, although, you know, it's kind of wind down, no NFL, no real NBA. I love that we do still get the NBA action from the summer league. And then like we just mentioned with the ABL, the pro-am league. Okay. So I still get my basketball fixed in. So I, I, I've been in tune with that. And our Atlanta Dream. Uh, recently, Ryan Howard had 43 points. The Dream are really turning things around. They're above 500 right mm-hmm. now. I believe yep. they're 9-8, if I'm not mistaken. That's, that's right. Uh, they, started, they started the season pretty slow. But they've, they've won, I want to say, three out of their last four games, if I'm not mistaken. Four so, in a row. No, they're on a four-game win four streak. Four in a row. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, I've, I've been trying to stay in tune as much as possible with what they have going on in College Park. So it's, it's great to see the Dream turning things up and turning around. Two All-Stars with Alicia Gray. And, and Shanae Parker. So the dream of getting things turned around, and that's been great to see. So still basketball, man, keeping my eye on the prize. Listen, this is, I know Max is going to jump in here in a second, but did you see what he just did? What? I asked him a question thinking he was going to give me what's been going on in your mind with the NBA. He just did your news report, local news, yeah, and he just gave us two minutes everything. of all the sports that happened. He just did a two-minute local report just, just on everything. everything that's happened here. That was beautiful. All right, Max, come on here. I know you got something for Terrell. Yeah, I got a quick question before I let you out, Mr. Terrell Thomas. So I know you're an NBA fan. You're a basketball fan. We've seen Joe Johnson go crazy in the Big Three, former Atlanta Hawk. I've seen Ice Cube have plenty of interviews recently. Do you think the Big Three, what's the ceiling for the Big Three? Because I've heard a couple of different uh, takes. We've seen a lot of different NBA players now. Obviously, if you can't go up and down anymore like you used to, still you could be effective at the half court. Do you think Ice Cube and the Big Three could be super aggressive where they get these NBA players right when they retire where it can continue to grow? Or is this just kind of like a fun spectacle type of thing? No, I think they can be aggressive. I, I really do. And it's been funny. Uh, immediately, once Lou Williams uh, announced his retirement, 
I, I made a comment about uh, congratulating Lou and such. And one of the guys from the big three commented on my on my uh, social media saying, hey, why don't we get Lou to come play with us? So I, I've, I've seen them already trying to be aggressive and, like, use the relationships they had with the Josh Piles and the Steven Jacksons and getting them to recruit players. I do think, as you mentioned, as the ceiling, I think it could be a great league for retired NBA players. I don't know if ever, you know, the NBA and the big three will be able to form a partnership or something like that where – once players do retire, say maybe a few months later, they're able to form teams and such, maybe in their in their own area, just per se, if it was a Lou and he started a team here in Atlanta or something like that. I think the ceiling could be really high if they have the right business strategy um, because we do see a lot of these athletes, even after they retire, as you mentioned, they can't get up and down an NBA court, but a half-court game fits them perfectly. So I, I hope the game continues to expand. I've been to a few of the big three games, and I think it's really, really dope. Uh, but I do, I do think, as you mentioned, for a ceiling, I, I think if they could find a way to partner with the NBA or the, the NBA Player Association, so when these players do retire, they can kind of shift a few months later right to the big three. I think it'll be great. I really think it would be great. That's apparently not going to happen because, according to Ice Cube, Adam Silver is not a fan of the league. He said yeah. that. Yeah. A couple yeah, of that's years. what made so, me like, ask, just because yeah. yeah, he seems to push why, back. And why bit. wouldn't he? I mean, why would he have that feel? I mean, it's all love for the bigger picture, exactly. which is the NBA. So something they must have a history there. He must have started negotiating with David Stern and didn't, you know, I don't didn't know. deal with something, Adam. I don't something. know. There, there, there's something there, you know. Yeah, things change though. Money, money changes a lot of things as well. So well, you know, time, time heals all. Maybe in some time they'll be able to mend whatever differences they have and see the bigger picture, as you just mentioned, from a business perspective. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. With Darrell, we expect we we we. I appreciate you joining us and getting us update on everything. By the way, by the yeah, way, he did. He by just the did. way, Atlanta Dream plays tonight. <laughs> yeah. They're playing in Chicago uh, tonight, trying to uh, go to the All Star break with a tenth win if they can get a win tonight at eight o'clock. That's happening. Hey, there. And yeah. let me tell you something else that Terrell needs to consider. Yeah. When you when you're out running around with the kids, this would be a great weekend for you to go out there. And I guarantee you, they haven't seen anything like this before. Take them out to Atlanta Motor Speedway. They got a bunch of stuff for kids going on out there, right? In oh, a yeah. way that Terrell and the usual places you take them, they wouldn't be able to see. And plus, the eye candy out there and the things that they would say would go, my God. <laughs> when I say eye candy, I just mean all of it. You know what I mean? They're going to see some sights that they will not see that you would only see at a NASCAR race. And I think he would enjoy that. And that's all part of Atlanta, right? So he got to go out there and take the kids there. Yeah, don't you agree? Yeah. No, you 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 hit it right on the head. That's on my bucket list to get out there sooner than yeah, later. Yeah, man. We 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 uh, we drove past it several times, but never actually been inside. So that that is certainly something that's on the bucket list. I guarantee you, their mouth will be agog when they see the size of that track. For people who see the size of that track for the first time, and then the expanse of people that go to it on a race day, it is second to none. In this city. It really is. And so I'm just throwing that out there. It's a big weekend out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yep. I know Mr. Crenshaw is going to be out there tonight. This is my chance to give uh, those folks out there who are putting together Brandon Hutchinson and their staff doing an amazing job year-round, but especially on race weekends. And so I'm just throwing that out as a daddy who likes to take his kids to different parts of the city. I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. I'm going to look into that. All right. All right Terrell, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. That is Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, joining us. We are talking NBA with him as always. Up next, let you know about – well, I'm going to let you know about an interesting casting call that okay. I have. I got a new one out there. All it right. is up on Get Cast with Greg. But, it, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get by given the situation that we have right now. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. A teenage wedding and the old folks wished them well. You could see-
92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Coming up 9 o'clock hour, we are going to be talking more Braves. we got Dustin Long from NBC. We're going to go back and have him give his thoughts on the Chicago race last week. And then, of course, Atlanta Motor Speedway going on this weekend. So we will be talking to him. Also, like I said, more Braves. And I'm sure there's some other stuff. And we continue this list because now we got people calling in. we got coworkers calling in with lists of restaurants that they feel they miss. And, yeah. And, you know, yeah we, we're, we're, we're being on the list. We're here. from our very own John Fricky, who <laughs> okay. said Sweet Tomatoes. That's a good one. That was a good one. That was a real good that one. That was one, one up on my end, and it, it went away. Uh, you talking about the one on uh, Barrett Parkway? No, there was one up on my end of town. That, okay. that, that was one up by, by, uh, by, by Gwinnett Place. It went away. Yeah. Well, on Bear Parkway went away too. Yeah. Get some stuff there, man. Oh, Take it home. Oh, please. And you got the soups with. Yeah, man. I, I oh, want that back. Woo. We got any more? We got we got one. He got mixed burgers. We mentioned mixed burgers. Greg has right. one mixed burgers. Mixed burger. And then I got a photo. I think this was what we, you would get at that at, at uh, Bankhead Seafood. This thing is like overflowing with fish. <laughs> best event says best five dollars. I spent it got me through Georgia Tech without having to eat ramen noodles. Please, yes. You said five bucks, it went up a dollar because uh, I was paying four dollars. Downstairs, that used to be down below us, Hula Hands. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. They used to be Hook. below us right here at Colony Square. So just a lot of them. Uh, and uh, Miss Ann's Snack Bar in Kirkwood. I heard about this place. There were a lot of stories that were done on this place. Um, just some really good food you want to go and get at this. So that's some, just, you know, you, you want a list. You can join, I mean, of course, uh, at Sam Crenshaw 23. We just got a little list there because I started off with Boston Sea Party. Just restaurants that we used to like to go to that no longer exist. Yeah. Um, geez, where to go first? You mentioned something that got me thinking about some of these okay. birthdays that are going on today, um, which I will get to in just a second. But here's mm-hmm. what we got. We got a strike in place, and we have one looming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the directors got theirs taken care of, but in, in, as far as – the industry being here and its effect on the state of Georgia right now, things are sort of stagnant. There are some scripted shows. There are some reality shows. There's a few game shows that are in play, Mm -hmm. not needing extras right now. So that sort of takes me out of the game, but I'm pointing you toward what's going on behind the camera. But I will tell you about one that's going on. This dude, ain't never reached out to me. And when Ramona was downstairs, I hope she's doing well. God bless Ramona. She, you know, no longer under the Odyssey umbrella. She's doing her own thing right now. But when I started doing the casting call with V, she was buddies with this dude, Will Packer. Okay. And, you know, I've been putting folks in his projects for years. <laughs> I never reached out to his office a couple times for something, I, you know, and, and haven't heard back. So, but I hope he's doing well. I, I, hope, I hope he's – yeah, I, well, seems, we ain't got to have a telethon for him. No, no, he seems to be doing quite well. He has got a new celebrity dating show. Okay. So if you see the casting call, it says Will Packer is, you know, looking for a few good men. He will help you date a celebrity. And that's what it is. And these are, these are his words or the words of his people who put this breakdown together. Ever wonder what it's like dating someone famous? They are seeking single successful men, 21 and over all ethnicities, to meet and date sexy female celebrities. Those were his words, okay. not mine. All right. All right. Casting nationwide, but Atlanta locals strongly encouraged to, uh, to apply, especially since he's here. So 
So there you go. So just check out. But that is the only one in front of the camera. That's okay. the only one I got because that's the way it is right now. And a lot of shows, even that, even though they may have the script complete, even though they may have a director in place. Right. It's about solidarity right now. So they're not going to, productions are just sort of, nothing's going on. So. Still a good time to submit, though. If you, if well, you there's no projects these, to submit for, but we still want to be in. in, in well, you could do that. For the, you could be in. The, you could. You could do that. Yes. So the, um, the, the, just a general um, submission to the the casting directors, letting them right. know what you look like, mm-hmm. letting them know your availability whenever the stri- the, the um, strike ends. That I am now available Monday through Friday or weekends or whenever it is that you're available every day after twelve o'clock. Whatever the situation, let them know when you're available. And, yeah, you could do that. Um, so when you get past this one job, again, I take you behind the camera. So I start with how to find the jobs, at Georgia, starting with Georgia.org, that are behind the camera, how to get on a crew. It's a little – obviously, everything is a little tougher right now because I always recommend, even if you want to get a job behind the camera, to do one extra job to see what it's like being on set. you got to learn set etiquette. Because, you know, you mess up once and they ain't going to call you back. They'll say, thank you very much for showing up. And <laughs> Now, mind you, this is just one of those situations and one of these jobs that ain't going to make you rich. It's just you, you, you take a second, you stop, and you look around and see who you're working with. Oh, over, there's, there's Tom Hanks over there. Oh, hang on a second. There's Jennifer Lopez over there. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. a unique situation. So you have the uh, jobs behind the camera. You have the official info for how to get the uh, certificate from the Georgia Department of Labor. I got that link there. I got a couple folks that will get you started or help you move forward, if you will, in the world of voiceovers. Bill Seller and Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. Then I have the list of the casting directors, the extras casting directors. You just want to, and I'll probably be saying this for the next few weeks, Sam, unless something happens between now and next week. Just go to their social media pages. Some of them are doing videos, music videos up in Nashville. Some of them are, cab casting I know is doing Something they were doing some stuff with Tyler Perry. I think they're done as far as a need for extras, but I would go to Cab Casting. I know that Jamie and Rose over at CL Casting are shooting something this upcoming week. So go to CL Casting, their Facebook page right now or after we get off the air to find out what they're doing. But I know they got something shooting next week that they will need a bunch of people. Okay. I didn't put it on the casting call because it'll be obsolete by Monday. But I'm telling you now, or excuse me, Tuesday. Okay. So I'm telling you now to go check it out. You still have an opportunity to get cast. So, and if you don't know how to submit yourself, underneath the list of the casting directors is a uh, just a generic version of how to uh, submit yourself. Couldn't be easier. But we live in interesting times right now, and we don't know what's going to happen. There was supposed to be a SAG strike that started. SAG, by the way, is Screen Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. That's me and everybody else who you know do principal work. I'm not actually in the union. I'm what they call SAG eligible. I, mean, I can work these jobs, but because Georgia's a right-to-work state, I don't necessarily have to be in the union. I right. could be. I, I might be sometime soon here, but if they go on strike, nobody's crossing the lines. And right. you know it is Chicago and ain't crossing no line against no union. <laughs> ain't ain't going to do it. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, listen, this, this is you know what we have right now. And so until this gets done, do what you can to, to find other avenues. Um, but... I, I really just don't know what else to say. It, we just kind of in a, in a wait and see mode with what's going on. You, sir, yep. we're going to get off with this. And by the way, if you got any questions about what's going on, greg.clarksonodyssey.com. Uh, the list is up, <laughs> such as it is, up on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. So you can uh, go check it out. I, I guess I should give Canon a call tomorrow and give him this diatribe. Why not? And then, Why and, not? And then uh, 
JTEC's doing middays well, over on V103. Thing. You're being consistent and you're giving people updates. You're letting people know what's coming up and, and what to expect. And I think that's, that's something uh, when it's something that impacts our community and impacts our state the way the entertainment and film industry does. I think you want to know what's what's coming up and what's going on. It 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 really impacts people, even if you're not working in it. You know, it still well affects everybody. Again, it's it's like it's 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 part of the tapestry because the money that they bring in and the jobs that are there. Listen, if they hadn't been here, what would Sonoya look like right now? Yeah, even not if the Walking Dead hadn't spent the last eleven years down there. Yeah, so there are towns that are benefiting. Talk about that Covington. Are exist, that are existing. Yeah, because of that. You talk about the, the, the town square in Covington where they did Vampire Diaries and everything else over there as far as the supernatural stuff between them and Conyers. So a lot of stuff. We came back with C'est La Vie from uh, Chuck Berry, mm-hmm. which, of course, we, actually the one he played was from Pulp Fiction. Our young producer, once again, we have to have this conversation with him. Yeah. He has not seen some of the more classic movies. I ain't mad at him, I but I get it. it and it's an though. age thing. I'm, you know. I, just, I always saw it, and I'm like, okay, I know it's a classic. I'm like, let me watch it, and then I just like, um, listen, there's classics, just, but I wouldn't that I wouldn't point you toward. This is a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I heard, this I, is heard it, I heard it's great. Um, I know, I, I know, I know it's a great movie. I'm sure it is. I'm gonna give it a watch. But before we go on a break, I, you brought it up. I actually wanted to ask you this. So I used to like The Walking Dead before it just was too many seasons, and then I just I feel like it had a. The last know. couple seasons they mailed it in? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's so, a lot of people say that about a lot of shows. But I did know it was filmed in Atlanta, and now that I'm here, I was always curious on where that was. South. It's Sonoya. That's the town. Okay. Out south. Um, again, these are areas that I, I could describe to you, but you haven't been out right, there yet. Right, Go right, out right. on yeah. I-85. Out okay. 85 south. South um, of the airport. Yeah. So it's, that's it's pretty cool. And a half that's one of the there. biggest shows ever. They tore down some of the set. They left up some of the set, but they also, or some of the buildings. It was like a community there. Exactly. Yeah, there's a community that now people can actually live in. But some of the set that they, they took down that were out there. So, Yeah, it, like I said, I was really hooked for a long time. And then it just, you know, some shows do a great job at ending right at the right time. Others just, you know, keep it going. So, And, you know, For they me. have commitments in this. Yeah, but a lot of people, they feel like, you know, folks backed up 10 yards and punted. Uh, quickly, real quick here, um, he hasn't seen The Godfather yet still, but Sopranos, have you got an update, I've sir? Seen the, I've seen The Godfather. Oh, you have? I thought you shook yeah. your head earlier. I said it's did. just been a long, uh, I think it was Godfather 2, I said, I don't remember. Okay. And Sopranos, you're working on it. Working on it. Do you know what happened this past week, I understand? My partner here saw Indiana Jones. Did you? Yeah. You didn't even bring it up. So what would you think? I've I, heard some great stuff. I thought it was good. I thought it was re- really good. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. The popcorn was nice. I was just going to say it was and the popcorn. I, 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 thought, I, thought it, I thought it was good. And, I mean, I I don't know what a lot of people expect. You know, you expect to see some of the things you've seen with some of the other Indiana Jones movies, and you did see some of that. Obviously, he's at a different age, and so I, I took that into consideration. My wonder is, is his, you know, his, his sidekick in this movie, will th- this person – don't Carry tell it. me. See, I don't know okay, nothing about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Don't say nothing. Okay, you know what I mean. Last thing, if it doesn't recline, it doesn't get a dime these days. Do you go to a theater that it reclines? <laughs> well, but the one I went to is kind of rock. But I mean, yeah, you, okay, you do okay. get a decline. Okay. But but Just yeah, I, I, I gotta be, I gotta be comfortable while I'm in there. So yeah. Did I tell you? Did I tell you last uh, last week we celebrated, you know, my stepson's birthday, and of course he got the chance to decide where we went and where we did go. Yeah. Andretti's. Uh, Oh man, how was that? I was he he took a page from me because a couple of years that's where I went. I always go to places. He goes, "Where do you want to go for your meal?" I was like, "No, no, let's go someplace fun." So one year's Dave and Buster's. One year, so we went to Andretti. Whatever, what's it called? Andretti. Yeah, that's a good. Right? That's a fun place. I went there, and the first year we went, uh, it was the main level. 
this week, last week, we were on the upstairs part. Okay. I had not been upstairs. Okay. Yeah, buddy. It's nice. It was fun, man. I, I like that. I like doing stuff that's off the beaten path. Right? And then they got all the other games there, and I do the ski game. That's where <laughs> I met Terrence Ross and Dreddy. Yep. yep. In there. Mm-hmm. Wow. In Orlando. Yep. See? You do that. All right. Moving toward the uh, 9 o'clock hour, Dustin Long from NBC is going to join us as we talk not only Atlanta Motor Speedway and the, and the job that Brandon Hutchinson and his staff are doing out there, getting you prepared for this incredible weekend like they do for the other 350-whatever days of the year. <laughs> that they have stuff out there. We're going to talk to him. But up next, we're going to talk about this Braves team and not only what they're doing, what they could do today heading into the All-Star break, but a little bit about the All-Stars and a picture that I'm hoping takes place. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 